Well, I was born down in Texas, and that's where they buried me. Well, I was born down in Texas, and that's where they buried me. I got me a woman up in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Hi, guys. Welcome to another awesome episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Let's jump right into this. All right, my guest today is Dallas Burrow. He is a local uh, singer-songwriter from the Dallas greater area, of course. And um, beautiful performance. This is another podcast with an awesome musical performance. Performs one of his songs from his uh, forthcoming self-titled album. Uh, It's available for pre-order now. Uh, It will be releasing on July 23rd. Um, which will be just, you know, very soon. So pre-order it, wait for it to come out, whichever. It's an awesome song uh, on the podcast today and um, really great guy. He also talks about, um, he's got this listening room, it's called. It's sort of this, um, anyway, he'll talk about it. This cool concept he's running uh, as well. So, all right, let's get to this, right? Before we do, let's jump in to a word from our sponsor, Texas Real Food. All right, we'll be right back. Hi, I wanted to talk to you about what's on the Texas Real Food site that's more than just putting in your zip code and finding, you know, the coolest butcher, farmer's market, restaurant around you. There's also other resources on the site, recipes, articles, and one in particular is called the Texas Mom Blog. It's awesome. Faria Khan is writing these beautiful articles. You can really learn a lot about Texas, just giving you a lot of other things to think about. Food, family, everything behind that goes into food as well. So just different topics and uh, conversations. Definitely something worth checking out as well. All right, back to the show. Okay. Let's jump into this episode, right? Um, but before we do, as always, right, I'm going to bring up what? Social media. Okay. Uh, we need everyone to follow us. Lone Star Plate TX on Instagram, Facebook. That's really what we use. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, hit that button. You'll be notified uh, of all the episodes we release two a week. Um, we're basically, we're coming up on our uh, season finale at the end of uh, July. And then we'll take August off and come right back after Labor Day. So, um, but we'll be, you know, putting stuff out, give you a chance to catch up on stuff too. So anyway, please subscribe, follow us. We enjoy it. We enjoy it. You know, we, we enjoy the uh, engagement. That's what I was looking for. And thank you for supporting. First of all, you know, thank you for subscribing, commenting, Anytime you comment, you subscribe, you know, we appreciate it. Uh, any sort of like, share, follow, 
Thank you guys so much. Really do appreciate it. Uh, oh, and don't forget, we have a Slapshot Challenge out uh, with number Juan Tequila out um, on our social media. So go check it out and do the Slapshot Challenge. You get to see me uh, get slapped in the face and really just be silly and goofy. And, uh, you know, I love being silly and goofy. If you listen to the podcast, you you probably get that. And it might turn some people off, uh, coincidentally, but um, not really worried about that. Uh, you know, got to be true to you and let people eventually just sort of magnetize to that. Um, can't keep changing who you are because, you know, it's not it's not conducive to creativity, in my opinion. So anyway, yes, silly, goofy Slapshot Challenge with number one tequila. Check it out and check out their tequila. OK, of course, let's get back. Dallas Borough. Awesome episode. Again, beautiful uh, performance. Again, I, I love when people play a song on here. It's awesome. We just get to add another song to the beautiful list of awesome performances that we've had on the podcast. So anyway, let's get to it. Dallas Burrow. Hope you enjoy. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, brother. How you doing? I'm doing well, sir. How about yourself? Enjoying this beautiful Texas weather, rainy weather today. Where y'all at? Dallas. Okay, cool. Where are you at? Down here in New Braunfels. Oh, nice. Is this where your uh, your listening center is at, right? Redbird Listening Center. What a name. The, uh, the listening room, yeah. Oh, listening room. Sorry, I'm at listening yeah. center. It sounds like a place where you go to learn to listen. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, the Redbird Listening Room. It's kind of a mouthful, but... Uh, oh, I like it. Yeah, it's uh, right down here off of I-35 in New Braunfels. And... Um, <clears throat> It's been a it's been a cool project so far, man. Uh, we just we've had some great shows lately. Adam Hood was here on Sunday, and uh, who's awesome. And what what is what is listening room for those of us who I actually don't even know what that is. Sure, uh, to well, be frank with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, the whole concept kind of uh, was inspired by um, a songwriter circle called uh, well. All, but that um, was run by a guy named uh, Kent Finley. So that's called Kent Finley's, uh, you know, songwriter circle. And it happens at Cheatham Street Warehouse every Wednesday night, has for years. And, you know, um, Bruce Robinson and James McMurtry and uh, Susan Gibson and uh, Terry Hendricks and all these, all these great, you know, kind of Texas singer songwriter types kind of got yeah. their start there. And the whole thing with that was, and still is, that, uh, and you know, Kent's no longer with us, um, but he's he is in the country music country music hall of fame for his work that he did. And um, once the music starts, there's no talking. And you know, and they're they're real serious about it. There, they'll chastise you. I mean, like if, you know, they'll give you a couple chances, but uh, they run people out who are there to drink and talk. I mean, you can drink, but you gotta you gotta be listening. So I like it. I like where this is. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I like that. I like so, that. and there's other places around. Um, you know, there's the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville, and there's the Old Quarter in Galveston, and there's the Mucky Duck out in uh, in Houston, and I think Poor David's Pub up there in Dallas is the same kind of thing, sort of. That's right people. next to me. That's is literally it? yeah. I live at um, Southside on Lamar, which is you know I'm right next to Gillies and Poor David. I mean, I, I literally walk by my dogs right by that place every day. Yeah, there's there's some some guys. So they're, so they're a listening room. 
sort of place. I think so. I think so. I think that's at least sort of sort of the vibe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I like this. So basically, the thing is like you go, listen. You're showing up to this place. We're listening to me. Okay, we're not here. You know, we're here to listen yeah. to music. We're not here to you know chat yeah. and find out what happened on the fucking Real yeah. Housewives last week while we're while this guy's trying to play his tune. Yeah, they drag you out of this place. Okay, they're breaking knees. I'm all about this. This is this sounds like a comedy club, very disciplined. You know what I mean in that sense. Like, hey, it's, it is kind of. I mean, it's you know, it's um, yeah. I'm it, in. It, I'm in. It's, it's not a honky tonk. You know, it's it's not about dancing and 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 uh, visiting. Is it's it's about uh, paying your respect to the uh, to the artist, the songwriter that's performing, giving them totally. a chance to tell their stories and. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's a uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a cool okay. Thing. Oh, tell some stories. So it's kind of that sort of a little bit of unplugged back in the day, like you know MTV unplugged, right? Where they just kind of go into some. Totally. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. I love. Oh, dude, this is cool. I love this uh, concept. So, do you guys have a bar at y'all's place? Uh, we do not serve alcohol. We we do BYOB. So. Uh, oh, that's even better. Holy yeah. shit, dude! We're talking. You so bring the party. Yeah, we let people okay. bring. Boom. Drink choice. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. That's great, man. So, are you performing in any of these? Are you? Uh, or are you just helping set them up? Well, so yeah, I, um, as far as here at the Redbird, um, you know, I do the booking and um, and I do kind of you know uh, work behind the scenes to help the artist get, get, you know, loaded in and set up and all that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, that's, a, absolutely. That's, that's an interesting thing as an artist to, uh, to, you know, kind <laughs> of like flip the coin and, and work that the other side of the yeah. thing, because it's, you know, it's like, I know how I, I would like to be treated when I show up to a place. Absolutely. But it, but it is a matter of like, you know, really having to like check your ego and, and keep, keep a healthy ego about stuff. Like, you know, it's when, when we're receiving artists to come in here and play, like, you know, you got to, it's all about them and make them feel like, you know, give them their moment and everything. Um, but That's awesome, man. Well, you're building a community, you know what I mean? You're building a community and you're building respect. Really, hey, it's awesome. Well, you know, um, yeah, we, and we do a Thursday night songwriter night uh, thing here uh, that's patterned after Kent Finley's Wednesday night songwriter circle. And uh, and yeah, that that is that's. Uh, especially is definitely building community. I mean, um, you know, it's, it's been a, a great thing for the past six months or so uh, where, you know, we get songwriters from all over that come in and, and everybody gets two songs and kind of get a chance to meet each other and, and, uh, and, and hear, hear other songwriters, you know, and, uh, and get inspired by what other people are doing and stuff. And so. That's awesome. Do you have to like audition for that process or can you just show up, you put your name on a list, you get in two songs. Yeah, that's it. I mean, early on, uh, like we we had the the place ready to go back last fall, so which was kind of like you know toward the tail end of the pandemic. Yeah. But, but man, you know, me personally, I was I was in a place where I was I was ready to hear some music and play some music myself. So we we did. Hell yeah. Some, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we did a we did a few uh, the first few months once a month, and we did it by invitation only, and so uh there in the beginning it was you know it was a little more kind of uh there was a bit more of a selective criteria as far as sure. people, yeah. that, people i personally knew that i had vetted yeah. and uh, and that and that was great but since uh things have kind of you know eased up and and opened up um 
now it is it's open to the public and so anybody that wants to come if, as long as they have original material uh we do a ten dollar you know donation at the door um to support what we're doing but you just come in you put your name on a list you get two songs you get to love it tell, awesome. tell your story a little bit so yeah it's a cool thing Dude, that's so cool man plus you got all the singer songwriters wanting to go just hang out you know yeah you know it's great yeah again man building this nice little uh, uh community man giving back uh yeah. in essence yeah yeah i don't think i ever heard of anything like this or an artist doing something like this to be honest with you dude i talked to a lot of artists like this is pretty unique yeah. uh to be frank with you what you're doing i it's love cool, it man. it's cool it's a, yeah it's it's i enjoy it um you know it's it's kind of uh it gives me a good chance to uh like i said you know uh to maintain a healthy ego. It's like, you yeah. know, not to have everything be about me all the time, you know, to, sure. to open up some time and space to, to uh, serve others and, uh, and, and give up, give other people a platform to be heard. And, and that that's kind awesome. Of yeah, that's cool, man. I enjoy it. No, that's awesome, man. You know, I gotta say, listen, for those of you who are listening, you're not gonna be able to tell, but for those of you watching this on YouTube, you can tell, Dude, Dallas, you look like straight up like a real cowboy, brother. Like this, what oh. I'm talking about. Like you're like the real deal here. Like this cowboy hat, like this, this, this uh -huh. shirt. I mean, this is like the real deal. Uh, uh -huh. Did you grow up? Did you grow up on a farm? Did you? What part of Texas did you grow up in? Uh, I, you know, I grew up. Uh, we have a farm in the family that I still live on, and uh, down, I, I grew up in uh, Central Texas, down here in New Braunfels. Hell yeah! And uh, you know, yeah. I mean. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, man. I mean, I, I, uh, I may not be, you know, um, as much of a cowboy as some people, but uh, I definitely, you know, I've, I've been, I was raised in the country, and and I, I mean, I can, I can ride and all that stuff a little bit, uh, but it's, you know, as much of it too is, it's funny. I, I walked into a gig not too long ago, and I had, you know, my bandana and my cowboy hat and all that stuff, and and some, some little, you know, like little boy uh you know super innocent walked up to me and asked me if i was dressed as um uh uh woody from uh from toy story right <laughs> so fucking kids man right love it i just i i mean it was perfect and i did i had like the yellow bandana and the white shirt the whole thing i was like you know i didn't even i hadn't thought about it but uh that's um, funny but man you know it's one of those things dude i i um i've kind of embraced the cowboy look and and this was and i was talking to a, a bartender uh that that afternoon at the place i'd gone to play and she was asking me like do you dress like this all the time and you know it's like man i'm a regular guy i you know i've got a four-year-old son so you know i go you know i go to the gym i got my gym my gym clothes i you know i i it's not like i'm always cowboyed out but when i go play music <laughs> I, I i you know i put the thing on and and I was as I was telling this girl who was a bartender that day, and and she was uh you know studying vocal performance at college, and we were just talking about different stuff. Uh, you know, it's like the cowboy aesthetic as far as being a performer, I find helps to like visually disarm people and and open them up to whatever it is that I'm about to do musically. And so I feel like it it kind of it Ooh, helps. I like that. You know what I'm saying? It helps yeah. people kind of like. Uh, just get ready for what you're what you're gonna present them. It kind of it kind of like opens them up a little bit, and uh, and I think it helps you know uh, kind of set yourself apart. So yeah, yeah, I mean, brings you into the moment. No, I totally yeah. get it. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
totally exactly i mean you're a performer too right like your show this is an artist this is what you do like hello people yeah. like this is what you gotta do you know this yep. is part of it but you look like the real deal a lot of people look like they're dressed up but you sure. don't is what i'm trying to say like you I don't look it. like that you yeah, know yeah, yeah. it's it's you can just tell like yeah you wear the hat yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know it's like yeah you wear that shirt Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's true too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, nothing against either way. Again, you know, I, you know, for me, nothing really matters except the music. If I'm into sure. the music, right. If I'm in, of course the look and that, that can make the show better. Of course, you know, hundred yeah. percent at the end of, yeah. at the, end of the day, right. For right. yourself starts with the music ends with the music, you know, oh, completely. Yeah. And you got this new album coming out, right. Uh, July 23rd. Am I getting that right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. That's right. that's right. Damn, July twenty third, and this will be your second full length album. Correct. Damn, yep. dude, that's already an accomplishment to do one, right? So to to do another one is amazing. I heard the first single. Um, I want to make sure I'm getting this right. What was it called? Uh, born in, born down in Texas. Love yep. that. Love that's that right. already. Look, yeah. look at look at my man. Whoa, whoa! I'm trying to point to all the flags I got. Oh, over here. Uh -huh. Okay, back here. I'm all about Texas, brother. The Lone Star play. Hello. Uh, yep. No, great song, man. Beautiful song. Uh, amazing. Uh, let's dig into that. Let's dig into this album and how yeah. how it came about. Yeah, man. Where do, uh, where do you want to start? Sure. Uh, so, uh, yep. Yeah, uh, full-length album coming out July 23rd. Like you said, it's my second uh, full-length uh, release. And um, it's a self-titled record. Uh, a lot of the songs are you know, real autobiographical kind of personal stories. So I felt like it was a, an appropriate thing to, to have it be a self-titled record for that reason. Did you have any titles that you like just got rid of? Oh, I mean, you know, there's always, uh, for me, you know, it's, there's a temptation sometimes to, uh, to have there be like a title track. So, you know, we could have gone with born down in Texas or, sure, or sure, Out okay. highway or street hustlers blues, which are all songs off the record. Yeah. But I think ultimately I just felt like, uh, yeah, I just, you know, it was kind of a, I went with my gut on just, you know, this, this would be the right one to have be a self-titled album. I, I felt, you know, strongly enough about, about the songs and about the material and about the, the just the, the uh, fidelity of the recording that this is one I could hang my hat on, so to speak. And, and, you know, yeah. put my, just have it be, you know, uh, kind of, uh, that, you know that sort of personal if they're you know signature record sort of thing so yeah i hear you i hear you. so do you know bam self-title this is me this is me there you go you could have called that this is me that sounds so like you're having your oprah moment right this is me uh-huh um, yeah. <laughs> you don't want me naming uh naming albums okay you yeah 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 albums. that's that, that's uh -huh. i had an old producer i i had uh back in the day and I was, I was, you know, coming up with like corny album names and he was like, man, that's, that's pretty smell the glove right there, which is yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Spinal yeah. tap. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, uh, anyway. Shit. Shit sandwich. That's my favorite um, review from that part. Right. Where he's like, shit. <laughs> they just, they just wrote shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> oh dude oh man that's hilarious um, but, uh, but yeah um uh, you got this I, album yeah okay yeah. yeah let's talk about your producer here you worked right. with yeah i was you know real fortunate to uh get to cut this record with bruce robison 
um, who, you know, is obviously a legendary songwriter, singer songwriter in his own right. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was touring, opening a couple of shows for Charlie Crockett up in Colorado a year or two back. And, uh, and I've done Charlie for a long time and, you know, love and respect that guy to, uh, to no end. But, uh, he, uh, you know, Bruce is his manager. So, um, you know, I was coming back from Nashville a couple of years ago after making my last record. And I, you know, it was honestly, I kind of had this dream in the back of my mind. Like I would love to make my next record with Bruce Robson. I just don't know. You know, I have no idea how I'm going to be able to pull that off, but that would be, yeah. nice, <laughs> yeah. you know, and totally. then it just so happened. I was up there in Colorado and, and, you know, just the way it went down, like, I, you know, I didn't say anything to anybody about it. It was just Charlie just introduced me to Bruce and there, you know, just all clicked. And uh, so, wow. And then, and the, you know, after we played the shows and stuff and, and, and Charlie and I were kind of going back and forth about, you know, our plans for the future, what he, you know, things he had, he was working on and talking, talking to him about what I'm working on. He's been a, you know, a, a great, you know, just resource for, you know, just strategy and, and, uh, you know, he's, a, he's, he's a brilliant dude. So, but he was like, yeah, man, you know, if I was you, I'd think about cutting my next record with Bruce, if I, you know? Wow. So, uh, so, so, yeah. So how does that conversation go about? I mean, is it like, Hey, you got a couple months free, you well, know, <laughs> let's I'm, do this. Uh, here's $50,000 in a briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the way it used to work. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, you know, uh, it was, I mean, it went like this. I, I, uh, I had a couple ideas for, for who I wanted to work with and how I wanted to do my next album. And then Charlie texted me and said, man, you know, I think you should think about working with Bruce. I was like, yeah, man, you know, that, that would be probably a great thing for me. So then Charlie sends Bruce my last record. A week or two later, uh, they set up a phone call. Bruce calls me, like, "Hey man, listen to some of your stuff. You know, you have you know good songs. Like your voice. What do you want to do? Send me some songs." So then I send Bruce some songs, and uh, you know, gives me a couple you know a couple tunes in particular he picked out of the pile that I sent him. And then uh, you know, a couple weeks after that, I went out and had my first kind of sit down and talk with him and, you know, took my guitar and sat and, you know, uh, played him just a bunch of, bunch of different songs and, you know, just got kind of uh, better acquainted. And then we, a couple of weeks after that, got together for our first recording session, started out just me and my guitar, cut one song first day, kind of got a feel for the studio, a feel for, you know, the process out, you know, they uh they record the analog tape and it's you know it's like a, a time machine it's like going back in time working out there which is super cool super That's awesome. vibe, yeah know? yeah and uh and then we stuck it from there i mean you know he's he's got a, a lot of stuff on his plate all the time he's you know he's working with the who's who of of uh you know americana and texas country and, and sure. you know, songwriting you know uh royalty really all the people he has out there all the time so you know, me still being in a place where I'm really trying to make a name for myself and, and, uh, you know, relative to a lot of the artists that he works with, um, still, you know, an up and comer. He, uh, 
he just, you know, he was cool enough to make time where he could and, and uh, you know, make it realistic for me to be able to, to, uh, to you know, pull the whole thing off. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of how it went like that. Was he just like any idea he had? You were like, yep, let's do it. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> right? It's like, sounds great, bros. Let's do this. I mean, right. you know, uh, you know, to an extent, I mean, I still, um, you know, for instance, like he had some ideas about the guys he wanted to use. And I had, you know, I had my own ideas about as far as like, I, I really wanted to use some of the guys that are in my own band on the right. album. Yeah. So, so he was, but he was cool enough to be like, you know, like he would tell me what he thought and then I would tell him what I thought. And then, and then we kind of, you know, um, I mean, he, yeah, he wasn't like so tyrannical that he wasn't open, open-minded to, to my ideas about stuff too. But I, cer- I certainly more often than not heeded his, uh, his expertise and his advice on most things. Yeah. I mean, that's why you go with them, right? It's the whole point oh, of working with them. I mean, right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. For yep. sure. Well, I know a lot of artists that, um, you know, p- tour with, you know, certain musicians and record with others. Oh yeah. No, that, that, and that's, that happens all the time. I mean, you know, um, just have different talents. Sure. You know, yeah. some people are better in the studio. They got more songwriting ideas ish. And sure. some people that tour, you know, just have that live, you know, whatever. Um, I had Bob Schneider one time on the, on the podcast podcast, yeah. explain that, uh, cause the fans were wondering why the song sounded different in person sure. than what was recorded, right? They'd be like, Oh, it's not. Why, why don't you use these guys that we go to see all the time? We love, why aren't they on the album? So Bob had to, that's what, that was his explanation. I've heard other people say that sort of, you know, same thing. So I get it. Totally. You know? man. I mean, you know, sometimes it's, you want to get the very best guys that you can on the, on the, on the album sometimes. And sometimes it's hard to tour with those guys. guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause they're playing with like Dwight Yoakam or somebody or, you know, whoever it is, uh-huh. you know, for example. So, um, but I get it as a guitarist that, you know, kind of like, Oh, okay. I see. Okay. You know, you got so-and-so play, but Oh, you now you need to play this place. Now you need me, you know, but right. at the same time, it's like, Hey, listen, you know, you got to go with the flow here. Wow. What an interesting uh, dynamic. If it's not like a band band, but you're just like a musician playing, you know, for an artist, you know, Mm-hmm. uh you know that sort of um dynamic um has anyone like in your band ever tried to like you know take over or something does that happen like in these sort of <laughs> scenarios well, i mean everybody you know it's uh everybody's got a unique personality let's put it that way so sure. <laughs> yeah. you have to be mindful of yeah and what's what the irony is is that i've found that really like truly the most professional guys are oftentimes the most humble dudes, you know, like hundred percent. Totally. Under, yeah. Totally agree. You know, and it's these like young hotshot kind of like, you know, guys that think, think they're the shit, but maybe like, you know, still have some things to learn. They'll be the ones that cut, try to come in and think they're going to take over yeah. more often than, than like, you know, your true like seasoned professionals. Now, I mean, those, you know, the old, the old pros will be a wealth of um, information and, and, you know, be happy to lend you whatever kind of advice 
that uh, you ask for, but they'll usually wait till you ask for it. You know, they're not sure. gonna like, they're not gonna try to like take over. Just it's like, hey, Jimmy, that's the third guitar solo on this song. Like, damn, dude. Like, you know, dude, I will be. This is insane. Absolutely. Look, I come from like the restaurant world where things are just very, you know, high end fine dining. So that things are in play. Like you got a job. That's your job. That's it. You know, that's what we're doing. We're it's a dance here. Right. We're all doing. We all got our thing to to do to this to get to the final whatever, you know, so. Right. You know, absolutely. No, man, that's so cool. So are you playing any shows? What, what's like, what, what's the deal with the, yeah, you, you know, shows and promoting this album and what, what do you have like planned and that yeah, sort man. of thing? Uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm staying pretty busy. Uh, most, most all the shows I'm doing are in Texas right now. Um, I've got, as far as uh, album release shows, um, I've got a series of, of uh, release shows lined up. July 23rd, I'll be at the Sagebrush in Austin uh, on the bill that night. Joining me will be a, a guy named, who goes by Possessed by Paul James, who's kind of got a cult following and, and is pretty cool, kind of one-man band. Um, he's actually oh, going to nice. be playing right before me. Uh, then the next night on July 24th, I'll be at Cheating Street Warehouse, and uh, that's kind of that's kind of home field territory. Uh, I did my last album release show there uh, a couple years back, and that's a place I really kind of grew up cutting my teeth. So I'm um, excited about that. Following weekend, uh, July 30th, I'll be down at the Lonesome Rose in San Antonio with uh, a, a group called Hill Country Revival on the bill that night with me. And uh, then on July 31st, I'll be at Riley's Tavern right here, kind of north of New Braunfels. And so I'm doing kind of a little Central Texas little, you know, yeah, uh, covering, like all, covering all my bases and and uh, trying to spread that around. Um, and then on August the 15th, I'll be doing an acoustic album release show here at the Redbird, actually. Oh, and, nice. And so I'll be, you know, uh, presenting songs in a kind of stripped down, more intimate uh, setting. And, uh, and then just as far as other shows I have coming up, um, I know actually I'm playing up there in Dallas at Adair's on September 24th with the full band. Oh, hell yeah. You know? Um, on September yeah, 7th. Damn, I can't believe you remember all this, dude. This is amazing. Oh, this Honestly. Is what, this, is what, this is what I do, man. You know, I love uh, it. I love Dude, you have the best memory of anybody I've ever asked this question to. Most people are like, uh, uh, I, uh, oh, they're like, uh, uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about this stuff, bro. I love uh, it. No, I love it, man. Absolutely. And you've probably been dying to get back out and play, right? I mean, for sure. That's what it's all about. Um, yeah, and then and then a couple other shows worth mentioning. August twenty fourth, I've got my first show ever at the Saxon Pub. It's a Tuesday night, eight o'clock, kind of a prime time slot. Stoked Austin, baby, hell yeah! And then uh, September seventeenth and eighteenth, I'll be at the Old Quarter in Galveston and at the Mucky Duck in uh, Houston, which are you know some some kind of premier listening room. So I'm I'm excited to be getting out into those uh, into those places and 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 uh, you know that's yeah, amazing share my music uh and and some cool spots so yeah dude that's so cool man no no absolutely that's awesome and obviously we'll put uh links uh in the description you know your website all that stuff you know we'll take care of all that uh you know for sure uh there's no issue there um 
Well, what what do you say about playing a tune, uh, Dallas? I don't know. I don't want to put you on the spot here, man. But I mean, sometimes people play songs on here. We clip them out, you know, make YouTube thing. They get some plays if you feel like promoting a particular song. Oh, beautiful guitar, man. Wow. That's gorgeous. Yeah, well, since you mentioned Born Down in Texas, man, I guess I'll do that one for you. Hell yeah. I'm going to mute uh, my, my mic real quick uh, here so you can have. Well, I was born down in Texas. And that's where they buried me. Well, I was born down in Texas. And that's where they buried me. I got me a woman up in Memphis, Tennessee. Well, I've been down to Louisiana, chasing that voodoo thing. Yes, I've been down to Louisiana. I've been chasing that voodoo thing. Take me back to Texas, Lord, yeah. so I can hear the angels sing. All right. Call up my Memphis mama. I tell her to meet me in New Orleans. Buy yourself a ticket, baby, on the Mississippi River Delta Queen. I'll be coming east across the old being well. So south of the Red River. Up north of the Rio Grande, south of the Red River. Up north of the Rio Grande, that's where they take my great child. I hope you understand. Cause I was born down in Texas And that's where they buried me Yes, I was born down in Texas And that's where they buried me Give my love to that woman Up in Memphis, Tennessee fantastic bro oh my god what a great tune dude that is hey thanks man 
Yeah, that's a great song, man. That blues touch, like, beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, what a great song. That's a good one. Damn. I'm always rocked on this show when people play songs like, you know, you know, I'm always just like taken aback by it. I always need a minute to sure. just like take it in. I'm like, oh, just great performance. Yeah. Great job, man. Uh, one thing, man, before we go, what I always like to talk about is food, a little bit of food, man. Um, so before we go, I wanted to find out some of your favorite food spots. Where, where are some cool spots you like to go eat? And let's, let's shout out some uh, places you like to go eat. Give them some love. Yeah, yeah. Um, any uh, Lo- Local if better. Local if yeah. better, you know, is better. It, it, lo- you know, like hey. lo- lo- local to where I'm from? Yeah. Or, or you know, yeah. You know, but, tech, you know, just as, you know, you're not like, well, I love Wendy's. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Well, when I'm in Dallas, man, I always like to hit up Campisi's. You know, hell yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love Campisi's, dude. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's old school right there. Yeah, good that's, call. That's a go-to Italian joint. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, down here in uh, you know, my neck of the woods, um, there's an old uh, kind of an old uh Mexican food restaurant called Herberts. If you're ever in San Marcos and the Brompos, Herberts is a just you know authentic. Uh, you know, old family recipes and uh, it's a place I take my family to uh, grab a bite fairly often. Um, uh, barbecue, uh, Grand Zines barbecue here in New Braunfels is another, you know, uh, kind of go-to spot. Uh, I like the combo sandwich. They put like brisket and sausage and ham and like put the works on there on a, Hell yeah. on like a kind of a, a sesame seed uh, braided bun and uh and that comes from Nagelin's bakery which is another place here in new braunfels which they call the oldest bakery in texas and so if you're ever down in new braunfels texas Nagelin's bakery grand zines barbecue herbert's mexican restaurant so yeah those, those are a few that's what i'm talking about bro that's a great list right there hey let me ask you this we're, we're about to uh i think let me see the 29th i guess it'll be a couple weeks now i'm interviewing uh aaron franklin Franklin's barbecue, right? Have you ever had Franklin's? What do you What do you think of their barbecue? You know, I'm, to be honest, I'm not sure I've ever had Franklin's. I think the line's usually too long. Uh, you know, <laughs> which is, you know, a testament to uh, you know, you know that in itself. I'll tell you, it's it's probably pretty damn good. I, but yeah, no, I I don't think I've ever had it. Okay, you know? love it. Uh, you know, to, to be to be frank, a lot of people have said that it's like, yeah. dude, I can't. I've never got the line's too long. You know, I can't ever. Right. Forget to it. That's uh-huh. hilarious. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great spots, dude. Good shout outs. Uh, super excited for your album coming out, man. What, you know, I know you worked really hard on it and, you know, I know, uh, you know, putting those things together is a lot of work. Uh, so just very happy for you, man. And excited for you to get out and share it with the world and, you know, everything's back open and we're all yeah. ready to, you know, get out and enjoy. I, I've, I've been saying this is the summer for live music. This will be like the greatest summer for live music in a really long time just because people were pent up and you know ready to get out and enjoy the artists are hungry i think you know fans right exactly yeah i mean exactly ready to get out and do it so yeah yeah absolutely so yeah man um so again we'll put all the links um 
you know, down in the uh, description, people can find uh, your album on the 23rd when it comes out and obviously check your, you know, your website for scheduling, getting tickets for any of the stuff you have coming up. Uh, Any, any last uh, thing I didn't mention or anything else that you wanted to uh, bring up? I don't want to leave anything out. No, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I think we covered, you know, pretty much everything. The, uh, the new record, you ever down in the brothels, come see us at the Redbird listening room sometime. We have concerts every Sunday afternoon and songwriter night every Thursday night. And oh, yeah. uh, besides that, man, you know, just God bless y'all. Be good to each other. That's what I'm talking about. Great words right there, brother. Awesome, Dallas. Well, again, thank you so much again for that performance as well, brother. Fantastic, you know, hey, song. Um, you know, really, thank really you appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And now it's time for my favorite part of the show, the end credits. This is everyone responsible for making the show happen. Executive producer, Sebastian Sauerborn. Podcast manager, Nevena Ponovich. Marketing manager, Caroline Grape. Video and audio editors, Danilo Vojnov and Pavel Sebastianovich. Thumbnail designer, Marko Vukovic. Social media manager, Ursa Rusman. Guest outreach, Corey Menciez. Designing image quotes, Jay Apuya. Social media videos, Labri Fernandez. Outreach support, Yonet Del Mundo. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time. <laughs>